The Labour government is lauding the latest economic numbers, promising a light at the end of the tunnel for struggling families. It opened its books today for Treasury's pre-election update, also affectionately known as Prefu. But while the forecasts are slightly better than many expected, they still make for grim reading, particularly over the next year. Our Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch has been digesting the numbers. After last night's polling pain, Labour's looking for even the slightest reprieve. And it spun it today out of the unlikeliest of places. What these books represent is a turning of the corner for the New Zealand economy. Grant Robertson needed these numbers to be good. And there is some good news in Treasury's predictions. The economic slowdown forecast in May is now picked to be more moderate. Slow growth, yes, over the coming years, but no return to recession. Unemployment rising, yes, but not above 5.4%, still below the long-term average. And wage growth slipping, yes, but only to about 4.8% a year, still well ahead of inflation. There is reason to be optimistic. There's a lot of reason for optimism. This actually does show a pathway to a turning of the corner. We are winning the battle against inflation. We are seeing light at the end of the tunnel. A light perhaps at the end of the tunnel, but still quite the stretch of road to go yet. Not till the end of next year is inflation expected to drop back below 3% into the target range. That means interest rates could yet go up again, and they're likely to stay high till then too. Mark December 2024 in your calendar. Does next year mark the end of the cost of living crisis? <laughs> I don't tend to like to do those sort of George Bush moments standing on the, on the carrier proclaiming the end of things. What I think these books show is New Zealand, we're getting through it. There's another caveat to the bounce back though, with Treasury crediting it largely to a surge in net migration, filling job vacancies and stabilising house prices. New figures today show a record-breaking gain of 96,000 people over the year to July. That carries with it risk of its own, as outlined here by Infometrics Chief Economist Brad Olson. Certainly the risk is that the more pressure you add to the economy at the moment, the more uh, that you do risk having inflation stay higher for longer, and those expectations that if that occurs, you have interest rates that might have to go higher still. I'm confident that it will not stay at these levels, and in fact, I think it will come off reasonably quickly as we as that pent-up demand uh, slips out of the economy. The good news runs out quick, particularly when looking at the government's finances. Treasury is predicting a tax take lower than previously thought, and by no small amount, $3.5 billion lower over four years. Spending, on the other hand, is picked to be higher by almost $7 billion. Lower revenue, but more spending, means more debt. Life shouldn't be this tough. Put simply, Labour has left the cupboard We're borrowing more and more money every year to get through it. That's not a strategy, that's borrow and hope. Indeed, the debt blowout will delay the government's return to surplus by a year from 2026 to 2027. That means seven years in the red, one year longer than national stretch after the global financial crisis. Debt has exploded to above $100 billion in 2025, and that's up from just $5 billion in 2019. We need to get discipline back to government spending and stop the waste. I'd rather take the judgment of the international ratings agencies on that than my opponents.
The new figures mean parties will now have to examine their election promises to ensure they can still be delivered and that their full fiscal plans add up. Already, Axe David Seymour expects he'll have to tweak the party's promised tax cuts. This pre-election update is worse than this year's budget update, which is worse than last year's budget update. So we're constantly having to adjust our alternative budget to match the reality of this government spending track. Nationals Christopher Luxon and Nicola Willis, on the other hand, insist no changes will be necessary. We're confident with the commitments that we've made uh, that we can deliver on all the policies that we've announced thus far. Labour can't be trusted to sort this out. Sometimes people want is just things to be different and things to be better. But a change of government doesn't guarantee that. A change of government would actually mean that many of those people would be worse off. Two election pitches based on the same numbers, no matter how grim they are. For Labour, they make for better reading than last night's poll.